Welcome back to Ranters Nation and welcome to the Ringside Rant. I have the honor of sitting down with a man that, you know, you see his face a lot on a lot of pay-per-views nowadays because of his, he is the face of wrestling travel here in the States. He is the man behind the scenes for StarCast. He is the one, the only. He's Dave Hancock. Dave, how you doing tonight? I'm good, RJ. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm fantastic. You know, it's a little chilly here on uh, on in, on the East Coast, anyways. I know you're a little bit closer there to Chicago. It's uh, saw a few snowflakes today for the first time. Yeah, it's starting to stick to the ground. Even I'm not a, not too much of a fan of that. I'm not ready for the change of seasons. No, it's uh, it's one of those things you know it's coming, but you still want to delay it as much as you can. And my uh, I'm I'm fairly optimistic because I haven't taken my snowblower out of my shed yet. So. Um, <laughs> You know, I think it's going to be, I'm, I'm trying to say, okay, if I'm not bringing it out yet, you can't have a lot of snow, so, but, uh, but, you know, hey, it is what it is. So, you know, long time coming, definitely digging what you're, you guys are doing over there at, uh, at uh, Wrestling Travel. I had, um, well, thanks, man. Um, you know, been a big fan since, uh, since day one, um, even, even the, uh, with what Lee's doing over in the UK too, it's just I've had yeah. him on before. And how did um, how did you guys how did you get associated with uh, with wrestling travel? Uh, it, well, I guess the relationship with wrestling travel started uh, or culminated out of the very first Starcast that we had last year in Chicago. Uh, we were looking for a travel partner uh, to link up with to sponsor a contest uh, where we gave away front row tickets to uh, all in and uh, weekend getaway at the hotel tickets to starcast bunch of meet and greet stuff like that and uh and conrad used his social media presence to uh tweet out you know if there was any anybody that had a travel agency or knew of anybody with a travel agency that would be interested in and in partnering up and lee and his cohorts chimed in said they'd be interested and that led into uh, Wrestling Travel being the official travel sponsor of StarCast, and I kind of kept up a relationship with those guys since then. And, you know, one thing led to another, and here we are. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I had Leon uh, last year, I believe, right around, I think, right around the, I want to say it was the first, no, not the I think it was right around the first Chicago StarCast and you know just kind of talk to him about it and all that good stuff i just i i forgot where i became familiar with it but i just think it's a phenomenal you know concept a phenomenal it's like okay you, you would have thought that it would have gone together sooner than later you know and now yeah. it's like especially the way that you know there's just so much wrestling out there i know you've been to <clears throat> excuse me you've been to the tokyo dome um, you know, and, um, you know, amongst other things, obviously, but, um, you know, what are, uh, you know, for those listeners that aren't familiar with wrestling travel, you know, sure. what exactly do, do, do you guys do? Uh, so, so wrestling travel specializes in providing exclusive travel packages, uh, to wrestling fans, to some of the biggest wrestling events in the world. So like you mentioned, uh, we feature like Wrestle Kingdom in Tokyo, uh, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, AEW's uh, recent events like Double or Nothing, All Out. Uh, we have Full Gear coming this uh, this week, this next week. Uh, 
Um, basically, if there's a big event going on in wrestling, uh, in the world of wrestling, wrestling travel is a part of it. Mm-hmm. So we we take care of your flights, hotels, tickets to the shows, um, experiences like pre show parties. Um, special meet and greets with wrestling talent. Uh, we, we, we try to take care of everything like a one-stop shop so that we take the worrying and stress out of your planning so that you can have a, uh, a really immersive wrestling experience for your trip. Mm-hmm. It, it's Growing up as a wrestling fan, with myself and I'm sure it's the same as you, it's one of those things where before when you wanted to, you know, travel somewhere, you know, you had to get there, you know, with, with within driving distance, you know, you're not going cross yeah. country, let alone cross a continent, you know, and now with wrestling travel, like I said, we were talking to Lee, I'm like, and I even told him, I said, I just... It's it's a phenomenal concept, a phenomenal company, and whenever you see a you know an AEW show, and now it's even uh, with GCW with Game Changer Wrestling, I see. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, we uh, that's that's a recent relationship that we just came through on. Yeah. We uh, started with you know putting our logo on the ring canvas for a few shows, and now we're the uh, main presenting sponsor of GCW's uh, collective over WrestleMania weekend. So it's. Things are moving at a pretty quick pace for us. Yeah, it, it, it's it's great to see, especially since talking uh, since I've talked to Lee over the last year. It's just to see, see how uh, how much wrestling travel has exploded in a good way, uh, you know. And now I even see that um, you guys are you, you specifically too are involved with with Impact now, right? Yeah, we are the official travel partner of uh, Impact Wrestling. So we we just had a little bit of a coming out party for that. Uh, with um, Bound for Glory last week, mm-hmm. so we're starting starting to um, partner up with different uh, entities and companies, and and that's because we we're not just a travel company. I mean, we're we're part of the community, mm-hmm. and that's what we really want to be. So it's not just you know sponsoring and getting our name out there, but it's it's supporting these outside companies and letting the guys and gals working behind the scenes and the fans know that hey, we're here to support everything that this community is about so um we've worked with warrior wrestling in the chicago area and we're in talks with a couple other uh, independents like in the northeast and even in the on the west coast of the united states mm-hmm. and that's in addition to uh the existing partnerships we have with like tnt wrestling and progress and and other companies that are in the uk so mm-hmm. we really want to have our pulse or our fingers on the pulse of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I think we're, we're able to do that in a pretty solid way. And that's caused us to, like you said, experience some pretty explosive growth the last year. Yeah, there's a, uh, I'm looking for, there's a big show there by you and, uh, well, not by, more by you, but uh, in Chicago there tomorrow night with, uh, yeah. with with MLW. That is, I looked at the card, I didn't realize, like, wow, that is a banger of a card. Um, yeah, I'll be I'll be there for that. <laughs> yeah, through 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 wrestling travel, you mentioned, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We uh, I I can't announce anything just yet, but there may be something working with MLW in the future as well. So yeah, that's just another example of how how quickly things are moving, and there's other companies we're talking to that I really can't talk about that. <laughs> 2020 is going to be a big year for wrestling travel, I'll say that. Well, I, 
2019 was a big year. <laughs> you yeah. know, I, I can't imagine it getting, you know, and I'm, I'm sure it can get a lot bigger, but I can't imagine it getting much bigger. And I hope, you know, for, for yourself and obviously with Lee too, because, you know, it's definitely well-deserved. It's a great company. It definitely, uh, it's nice to see when you're watching, like I said, what MLW show or a GCW show or a Warrior show, whatever the case may be. And you see the wrestling travel logo. I'm like, man, that's, that's that's just fantastic. <laughs> yeah, and I I will say I mean that's not just a case of you know throwing money around and and trying to get people on board. It's not that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's building relationships and word of mouth gets around and and you know we've all heard you know the horror stories in the world of professional wrestling, but there's good people out there as well. So if you treat people the right way mm-hmm. and you do business the right way. Uh, word of mouth goes a long way and and you get noticed and and things move quickly for you so um i i linked up with them because they it's a company that has a lot of integrity um they're not just trying to you know milk wrestling fans and marks for their money Mm -hmm. i mean these packages there's profit built into it because we've got salaries to pay and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. we're not out to rob people i mean we we do payment plans for our our travel for our packages for god's sake i mean we we don't do a credit check or anything you just put down a deposit and you know pay a monthly installment and that makes it more affordable for you to get to the wrestling trip of your dreams and that's Mm -hmm. that's what i really like about it it's connecting people to the events and shows that they never thought they'd be able to get to in in their lives beforehand and making something special for people that's that's what's really uh special to me right oh yeah definitely now you know with being associated with all these great promotions that you guys are associated with now you know you mentioned starcast we got russell Cade at the end of the month as well down in north carolina a lot of these conventions these comic cons what i have you you know are you guys looking to branch out and do a lot i know you guys do a lot with starcast but um do you as far as wrestling travel uh, yeah. do you, are you looking to branch out and do a lot more of like the convention kind of thing? Some, um, I mean, we can't be everywhere, right? but we do want to be, you know, where the biggest events are and where fans want to be. So, um, Starcast, uh, WrestleCade for the first time, we're partnering up with them at the end of November. Mm-hmm. Really looking forward to heading to Winston-Salem for that. Um, you'll see us, uh, at, um, Expo Lucha uh, over it's near it was over the summer near SummerSlam um, mm-hmm. time, but that that's a very prominent um, convention and an event that I believe it was in San Diego this last year, but it's going to be in uh, Philadelphia in 2020. Mm-hmm. And so we look at where can we get exposure, where can we service the most fans, and where can we give the most value. And something like Expo Lucha opens us up to a an entirely different kind of wrestling market mm-hmm. with you know lucha libre and hispanic culture um and then we also uh, were co-promoters of for the love of wrestling which is the largest professional wrestling convention in the united kingdom and that's mm. that's at the end of april so yeah while, while we can't be everywhere and anywhere um we try to be where fans want to be and if it makes sense you know, we'll we'll help we'll help make that happen. All right. Yeah, it's something I, I had a conversation before with Lee last year. 
and he mentioned something about whether whether it was actually going to happen and I was 100% sure because we talked about it after the fact, after we got off recording. But uh, as far as, you know, you, you pretty much are well-known in professional wrestling as far as with wrestling travel, but, you know, have you another avenue to go is you see a lot of this crossover with, you know, Cain Velasquez and Tyson Fury in boxing. Are you seeing yeah. a lot? Are you looking to kind of like dab, like dip your toe in that pool a little bit, whether it be boxing or MMA? We are. Yeah, that is an avenue that we're looking at. Um, so Wrestling Travel is a subsidiary of the larger company, which is called Invasion Group. And they really uh, started out specializing in um, staffing and catering to uh, like summer camps here in the United States, the UK, Canada. Um, and then they got into wrestling travel and, and that has taken off and there's been enough interest from existing customers out of the camp side of the business, out of wrestling, um, that we are looking at things like MMA travel and, and, you know, maybe golf travel, things of that nature, soccer travel or football travel. So, there are a lot of avenues. Uh, it's a unserviced or unmet market. There's a couple of players out there that kind of dabble in the space, mm-hmm. uh, but none that do it as well as we do. That we feel, and uh, it's an unmet need. And you know, if if there wasn't a need there, we wouldn't be in business. So there's there's plenty of room for growth, and mm-hmm. that's something we're eyeballing for 2020. Yeah, you know, I remember. I think it was during. The sh- this last uh, Starcast all in what have you when uh, Lee was up there and he was posted on Twitter with uh, the video of him getting a uh, the shuttle bus chanting wrestling travel all the way to the arena I'm like man <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it's if it's him or if it's just I think it's a little bit of everything where just wrestling travel is so popular where it's just like wherever you turn okay you see a guy with a t-shirt or a hat or a jacket or whatever the case may be uh it's just i think it's 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 nice to see it's blossoming so much over the since over the last even over the last year you know and i I, i'm sure it's gonna go even higher uh in 2020 um but uh, you know you you mentioned next week is starcast uh starting uh yeah third thursday right yeah thursday yep thursday to sunday and I, I have, I'm fortunate. I'm coming down and volunteering with uh, the Canadian Travis from the uh, Tony, Tony's little yeah. group, group of misfits, I guess you could call us, on uh, his Patreon there. So uh, we're heading down there. We're definitely looking forward. This will be my first one. He's his probably oh, second or third or something. I don't know. But anyways, StarCast is becoming that type of you know, go to, you know, convention for wrestling fans. Um, How did you, you know, first of all, get involved with StarCast and with, uh, with Conrad? Uh, Well, Conrad has been uh, a friend of mine and he's actually one of my best friends. Uh, He's, he's been a friend for a number of years. Um, We shared a, a common interest and bond over the belt collecting hobby championship belts um, there's a larger group of us that are a, a, a tight knit group. Um, and we would meet, uh, at the NWA legends fan fest convention in Charlotte, North Carolina. 
and uh, a couple years ago, I guess it's been a few years now, maybe three, something like that. Um, it was just before something to wrestle uh, started, and he kind of gauged our interests, uh, me and the boys, and or the boys and I, sorry, uh, <laughs> and uh, asked if you know a podcast with Bruce Pritchard would be something we would want to listen to because he thought it'd be fun for him to listen to. He doesn't do anything unless he thinks he would enjoy it as a fan, which I, you know, kudos to kudos to him because mm-hmm. he's got the acumen to, to do that and he knows his audience. Um, but at any rate, yeah, we, we were on board and, uh, he noticed that, you know, I kind of have fun with my own social media and I like to engage in conversation and kind of be silly and a little sarcastic at times. And, um, he asked if I would be interested in helping out with, uh, the something to wrestle social media. Um, and so I, I did that for a while. Uh, and then that led into doing social media for not only something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard, but, um, then what happened when with Tony Schiavone and then 83 weeks with Eric Bischoff and then Starcast came about because, uh, the NWA legends fan fest kind of faded away. It wasn't there anymore. Um, and it was kind of an excuse for us to get the band back together. And what would we want out of a convention? Us, the group of friends. Mm-hmm. And it was sort of, well, here's what we would want. There's, you know, it sucks that, you know, that's not around. Well, why don't we do it? And so, I mean, it, I say we when it's really all Conrad. It's his brainchild and everything's really been him. He just, he brings out the best in people. He knows how to highlight their features and, kind of find find other means for them where they uh aren't their best or maybe have weaknesses and uh so that that led into uh starcast and doing social media for that and it's been a whirlwind ever since we thought we'd only do the one and then we you know we went to vegas for two and thought dear lord we'll never do that again (laughs) and then three and then now four so who knows what the future holds of starcast but You know, I'm, I'm just holding on to the reins and, and going along for the ride for as long as I can. Yeah. Did you think it was going to become as much of a phenomenon that it has with being now with being no. number four? Not at all. No. We, uh, I mean, truth be told, RJ, none of us have ever put together a kid's birthday party. Like, never <laughs> rented a petting zoo, never put up a, a bounce house, anything like that. Never promoted a you know, a bingo night, let alone put on a convention. And so we all kind of went into it blind. Um, It's a very, very small staff, core staff that puts together a star cast. Really, Conrad puts it all together, and then we just kind of fill in as we get closer Mm -hmm. uh, to to put his vision into motion. Um, And, uh, no, we we thought, you know, All In was going to be just a fun thing for – wrestling fans to you know come and say we don't need a promotion we don't need financial backing we don't need blah 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 we can do this ourselves and it was going to be a one-off and, and then that just took off there's it like i said with the wrestling travel thing when there's a demand for it and people ask for it and you can show that you can do it i mean they're come back and do it again i guess and, and yeah. until people start saying we don't want it I guess Conrad will keep going back with it, too much to his chagrin. <laughs> <laughs> well, as, as much as he's gonna, you know, complain or complain that he's not, he, I'm not gonna do it, I'm not gonna do it, and then he keeps. It's like, well, hey, if it, 
if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know, because, you know, I kind of I, I kind of told my wife, I said, look, I got to it's close to Baltimore being here in New York. It's like, you know, Chicago's kind of on that, you know, OK, it's kind of within driving distance, but it's kind of yeah. not. And, you know, work and family. I'm like, Baltimore, it's like a under six hours. I'm like, OK, I know Travis coming down from Toronto. Pick me up. We'll go down from there. And I'm like, yeah. and I look, I'm like, I, I got to go. I got the time from work. I got, I'm not going to miss anything. I saved up. I I want to go. Okay. I'm like, well, I, I think you'll really enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's sort of a sleeper uh, as far as StarCast go. It's our fourth one. But if you're a fan of old style professional wrestling or, yeah. or like the older names of the NWA, WCW, it's definitely got a nostalgia feel. Um, and we'll, we've got some really unique stage shows this go around that people are going to be surprised of. And I'm really looking forward to uh, having the great Muda, you know, on stage and telling his story for the first time ever. He's never done anything like this. So, yeah. I mean, we, we, we try to give, like, with, like I was saying with wrestling travel, it's an experience. You go wanting that community feel, and we try to give you something that you won't find anywhere else. Mm. So whether it's the meet and greets or the photo ops, you can find meet and greets anywhere, but you're not going to, you know, be able to touch and feel and see ring use championship belts, like the big gold belt and, Mm -hmm. and 10 pounds of gold. Um, I mean, you're not going to be able to meet these guys and do photo ops with these wrestlers like sting in the red, white and blue. I mean, that stuff just doesn't happen anywhere else. And you're not going to see the great mood on stage anywhere else. Um, Starcast three. Where else were you going to see CM Punk on stage telling his story? I mean, it's the first time he's talked about wrestling in five years. Mm-hmm. So it's it's all about trying to give an experience and making making the feel the fans feel like they're getting more than what they paid for. Well, yeah, like you said, it's it's that experience, you know. And I'm even looking for. I think a, a sneaky good panel is going to be with uh, with uh, JCP. Uh, oh with yeah, Jim Crockett. It's like how this is his first time ever doing something yeah, like this yeah jim jim crockett coming out doing his first public appearance that i'm aware of that any of us are aware of yeah since uh jim crockett promotions folded i mean that's that's yeah. a big deal yeah you know and it's just and i give a lot of testament to uh tony's podcast because if, if it wasn't for Listen to that podcast. I wouldn't be getting in touch with a lot of these guys that, you know, with his Patreon that now I go back. I'd rather go back now and I go find these old, you know, Starcades from, you know, you know, 885 on watching, you know, Harley and Flair in a cage. And I'm like, oh, man, I just when you go back and you think about it, man, it must have been to be there at that time to see that live or even just watch it it had to be yeah you know absolutely phenomenal yeah absolutely now and to be able to see those guys in person now it's pretty darn special oh yeah and it's just looking forward to you know just getting down there i mean especially i mean a lot a lot of you guys too including yourself and a lot of these guys that you know you see you talk to whether it be on podcast or whether you talk on twitter or whatever dming or whatever and you know just kind of just you know just be in around because we're all fans at the end of the day i keep telling people that yeah. i said whether you know you know you're with wrestling travel you were starcast you're with this podcast that podcast we're all 
incorporated in the love of professional wrestling and you know and nowadays you know it's that it's cool again you know you yeah. go you go back you know i'm 35 you go back 15 years 20 years when you know growing up watching it you know you kind of had to hide that you're a wrestling fan a little bit because it wasn't cool you know because you're walking around with a you know an austin shirt or a rock shirt or an nwo shirt it's like oh man he's a wrestling fan that's not cool and then it got cool again so Yep, and and I will tell you, I before we, before I came on with you uh, tonight, I went to dinner with my wife, and I was wearing my AEW uh, hoodie jacket, and two people stopped me uh, because of AEW. And it is, it's a testament that wrestling is cool again. Yeah. Well, and just as, like you said, we, before you know. We're talking about there's MLW, there's New Japan, there's you know yeah. Game Changer, there's AEW, there's NXT, there's this, there's that, and I'm like, if there's not, you know, a lot of the times currently you're seeing a lot of people online that are just you know bombarding with WWE and this and that. I'm like, well, fine, yeah. do what I do, you know, go back. You can, you know, watch all this back. If you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. I. Can be on. I'll be honest. I'm like I haven't watched probably any Raw, SmackDown, what have you, probably since Hell in the Cell, and I'm not really missing anything to be honest with you because I'm watching NXT, I'm watching AEW, I'm watching MLW, and that's enough, you know. Yeah, there's there's a ton of variety in professional wrestling today mm-hmm. that if you can't find something to suit your needs or that piques your interest either you're not trying hard enough or you're not an actual fan because there's way too much available out there to you uh for consumption for anyone to have any reason to complain whether Mm -hmm. it's wwe nxt aew nwa uh new japan shimmer uh gcw Uncharted territory from Beyond Wrestling. I mean, you name it. Mm-hmm. There's, there's wrestling essentially every day of the week. Yeah, live yeah. wrestling that's brand new. Um, so, yeah, if if you don't find something that that fits what you're looking for, you're not trying hard enough. Yeah, apparently. No, what's your go-to? Are you kind of just dabbling a little bit of everything, or are you just kind of like okay, staying in one lane kind of thing, watching what you watch? Well. With my travel now, it's hard to watch a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot DVR'd. I DVR Raw, and I'll watch some of the highlights. I, I can't sit through a three-hour Raw. <laughs> um, SmackDown's a lot of the same. I'll, I'll check out highlights. Uh, I record NXT now. I do watch uh, AEW Dynamite Live. Um, I check out... NWA Power on Demand. Uh, I will watch some GCW shows live when I can. Um, MLW I'll catch, usually uh, on YouTube, because I can't catch it on BN Sports most weeks, mm-hmm. even though I have that channel. Um, but yeah, it's a, there's a lot out there, man. And I know like Beyond Wrestling recently has been killing it with Uncharted Territory, and mm-hmm. there's just... And that's stuff that I have just been able to check out recently. I mean, there's stuff like Shimmer and uh, the in New Japan that I haven't been able to watch as much lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just there's just so much that 
if you're able to watch all of that, God bless you, because I'm, I'm guessing you don't have a job or family or wife, kids. <laughs> well, you know, but, but that's being, you know, it's a difference now being a 35 year old man or what have you compared to being a 15 year old, 16 year old kid. When you go yeah. home, all you watch is wrestling. Now it's like, okay, man, okay, I gotta figure out. Okay, I gotta work this, this, this. Okay, now I can watch wrestling, or I got to do this family thing. It's like, man, priorities, you know? You got to get that in check sometimes. Yeah, I got to plot <laughs> out what I can see and do, and it's the space that I work in now. Yeah. I mean, I I work and make my living on professional wrestling, and it's a struggle trying to consume the product yeah. sometimes. Yeah, but that but that's a good problem to have. I, well, at least for that would be for me anyways. You know, you try, you're, you're doing so much in the business, it's hard to watch it, but... Uh, now, being with, you know, the way that, you know, the major promotions are, independent wrestling now is probably the best it's ever been. You know, one of those promotions I want to bring up, we mentioned GCW, is another one out here in, um, I believe it's New Jersey, New York, in that yeah. general corridor, is uh, House of Glory. Yeah. Um, absolutely, you know, that's where... Um, the tag team uh crap uh, uh private party private party yeah private party came from um have you ever checked out any of their stuff yeah i have yeah they they even made some news uh recently because master p took a uh financial interest in house of glory so that's yeah there's yeah. you're right even the independence scene there's it's never been hotter house of glory uh northeast championship wrestling warrior wrestling uh what else? You got bar wrestling on the West Coast, yeah. PWG, Defy. Yeah, the independent scene is happening right now. Yeah, because there's even a few, especially here, because just being on the East Coast, I see a lot of the East Coast as far as with, um, uh, even with, with Chikara, like Mike Quackenbush's yeah. promotion. That, that is, you know, you really have to, you know, understand that kind of promotion, but once you get there and you watch it, it's like, man, this thing, this is really good stuff, you know? Yeah, Chikara's great. They just had trios yeah i mean they even brought in like nick gage i I remember i saw recently so i mean there's (laughs) there's really is something for everyone out there oh yeah people that are saying that it's oversaturated and it's killing the indies i mean they're they couldn't be more wrong if anything they're making more stars because now i mean look at mance warner and effie and nick gage i mean People that are making a name for themselves and making a living on wrestling now that wouldn't have been able to otherwise. It's just, it's fantastic. Well, you know, you take a guy like, you know, I recently met, um, he did a shot here in Rochester, was uh, Jory Ryan. And, yeah. you know, he's that, he was one of those guys, he was working in his friend. He probably could still be doing it too, but he just recently signed it. I don't know if it was a multi-year. I thought I just saw a single-year contract, but he signed that with, with Impact. And yeah, he signed with Impact because they'll let him keep indie bookings. Yeah, yeah, and that's, yep. you know, that's smart. You see a lot of these promotions now, we, okay, you get that NXT, WWE, okay, you can only do this. You can't do anything else in the UK or, you know, in the States or whatever. But, you know, I, I think it's, you know, you see a lot of these smart moves with these promotions, whether they be AEW or Impact or whomever, where you, know, you keep these you keep these guys going on their these indie bookings because 
you know, then that's when they do, they get, they make face a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, competition is best for everybody. I mean, wrestling was at its hottest, you know, in the late nineties when there was wrestling or competition between WCW and WWF, uh, now WWE. Mm. But now there's so many places for the boys and gals to work that, uh, I mean, it, it means better paydays for people most of the time. It means more options of where you can work. It means the ability to kind of dictate what you want and where you get to go to work. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you don't think Joey Ryan didn't have offers from WWE and AEW, you get another thing coming. He didn't take impact just because it was the only player that offered him a deal. Um, he got what he wanted out of that, and that's where he, that's where he went. So mm-hmm. any time that you know, the guys and girls in wrestling, whether the wrestlers or the people behind the scenes have more avenues to make money and, and work and put food on the table. That's best for everybody. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, a lot of people are, you know, you know, being very critical a lot about wrestling today, whether it be WWE saying, Oh, they can't do this. They can't do that. They can't book this. They can't write that. Or with AEW, they're just doing flips, they're doing spots. I'm like, well, yeah, but you're doing what they want you to do. You're talking about it. You're getting word of mouth out there. You're, you know, yeah. promoting it on social media. But I just think ever since AEW was even announced that they were starting, made the made wrestling that much better because everybody else had this one step up their game. Yeah. And two, there's it made another. Um, outlet or another avenue for you to go watch wrestling if you're upset with the promotion that you're watching, whatever that may be. And yeah, absolutely. It's just like like we said, if you're not you're doing something wrong if you're not happy with professional wrestling because there's just so much out there. Mm-hmm. But you know, you know, we got a question here from uh, Grapple Arcade at Grapple Arcade on Twitter about Starcast. Uh, just okay. kind of take one step a little bit backwards, but uh, they That's wanted okay. to know if there was any your thoughts on uh, Starcast in the UK. Starcast in the UK, uh, uh, it has been discussed, um, and for the people that say Starcast is an AEW deal, and we only go with AEW, uh, you are wrong. I'm here to tell you you're wrong. Uh, maybe that's how it's shaken out the last couple times, and we do have a great working relationship with AEW, but we are not an AEW entity. We don't have AEW employees. None of us are AEW employees. Um, but there's uh, there's things that I can't get into on this podcast mm-hmm. uh, that will show itself in the future um, and, and surprise some people, but no uh, – it, the UK has been discussed. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, it's just you see that all over the place. No, we, we want you to come this. I'm like, just give it time. You know, they've only done yeah. four. Just give it time. You know, yeah. good things take time. <coughs> now, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. So we had, you know, we've been talking a lot of wrestling, a lot of wrestling. You and I share a common interest of the love of uh, Notre Dame football. Yes, sir. Is, you know, when that 
the season comes, you know, is that kind of your outlet? I'll say, okay, you know, if you ever have that chance of saying, hey, okay, when, this is enough wrestling, let me go watch this. Is that, you know, Notre Dame football kind of your avenue to go to kind of like unwind from wrestling? If I can, yeah. Um, but because work incorporates wrestling now yeah. and wrestling is, you know, a lot of the time on the weekends, especially with StarCast or, or the bigger pay-per-view events, and that does happen during the the football season. Um, so I, I wasn't able to see Notre Dame's opening or season opener this, this year because of wrestling. So, mm-hmm. but it is an escape for me. I'll, I'll record stuff or I'll come back and watch it later so I can watch a Notre Dame game live whenever possible. But yeah, I'm a, I'm a diehard Notre Dame fan. Uh, grew up loving Notre Dame. I live 15 minutes from campus uh, that's where i started my law enforcement career when i was a police officer so yeah it's always been close to me and yeah you're right it is definitely an outlet uh, yeah my um i've been i've been to south bend tw- twice i've been there once with my brother and then once with my wife for a couple ball games and uh yeah it's my cousin went was went to school there so that's why you know a lot of people oh you're on the east coast you got to be a home why well, like notre dame i'm like well cousin went there you know i i grew up watching him and uh it's just i compare it's very similar with notre dame football comparing it to you know professional wrestling a little bit is when you go to south bend you walk in that stadium it's like you walk into the stadium for wrestlemania or for whatever and it's just awestrucking yeah, there's nothing like it. No, you know, you see a lot of, especially college football in general. You know, you don't get that atmosphere. You're walking around tailgating. People are handing you food, handing you drinks. And, you know, outside of that, you get people that are jumping through tables or something out here in Buffalo. And it's just, <laughs> you know, it's unreal. They're, they're getting noticed. You know, they're getting over, obviously. Any reaction is a good reaction. But it's like, come on, man, you know. But, you know, college football is just a different entity and obviously not – fully engulfed in the you know southern you know sec football but uh i'm sure that's a <laughs> that's a different editing in itself i'm sure <laughs> yeah <clears throat> but you know previously we discussed you know the you know main main topic of the show was you know i i like to play that what if game with all my uh my guests and you know we're trying to figure out okay what let's see what works best for you? And you picked, um, what if WCW didn't close in that, in, uh, 2001? Um, yeah. you know, for those of you that aren't familiar with that, you can go back and listen to, I can't remember the exact episode, um, of WHW, but I know Tony and Conrad broke down that last nitro that they did there in 2001 in, I believe it was Panama city, right? Yep. Okay. So, I it's been one of those things where a lot of wrestling fans have always thought about that. Okay, what if WCW was never went out of business? Do you think it would have still been here today? Um, you know, I still think you know Turner. I I think Turner pretty much made up his decisions before that even happened of saying, okay, well let's sell it off. You know, me personally, I would have really liked to see even, you know, Eric Bischoff put his hat in the ring, pun intended, and actually bought, you know, 
bought the company to make it a little bit, you know, to last a little longer, you know? Well, he, he tried and they had an agreement in place, yeah. uh, but they wouldn't give him the TV time. Yeah. And that was everything. Without TV, you don't have a product, unfortunately, for a national audience. Yeah, especially, you know, but, you know, we'll, we'll say, hey, all things, you know, all things considered, everything lines up, we got WCW here. You know, would we, do you think we were, really would have seen even like an ECW still still in, in uh, you know, in, in play too? Or do you think it would pretty much been the two-horse race between WWE and uh, WCW? No, e- ECW would have been gobbled up and that would have... You know, nature would have taken its course anyway. Yeah. Um, the closing of WCW wasn't necessarily a profit and loss sort of thing, like people would lead you to believe. But that actually was the case with ECW. Mm-hmm. Uh, WCW was more of a management decision after AOL merged America Online for the younger generation that isn't familiar. Uh, <laughs> The internet provider, when they merged with Time Warner, uh, that had owned WCW, Turner Broadcasting, or Turner was part of Time Warner, um, AOL and, and those people, that board, they, they wanted nothing to do with the wrestling business. and they, they didn't think it was worth the investment and the time and effort to have wrestling uh, on Turner Broadcasting. Uh, it was taking up a slot on two different networks, and it wasn't worth having around on their line item for their budgets. Mm. So they wanted to do away with it quickly, and they were willing. Like I said, they had an agreement in place with Eric Bischoff and his team of investors, but they wouldn't give up the time slot on TV. And that's, uh, like I said, that's what you needed at the time for a national company to reach people. Mm. Um, and so... I do think that had management wanted to stick with it, WCW would potentially still be around. Uh, obviously, there's been enough talent in the last, you know, nearly 20 years since then that it could have stayed alive. Um, there's always the what a what could have been, should have been, and all that. But I think it it definitely had its place in the market. Uh, those last couple of years of WCW were god awful, man. Oh, yeah. uh, but I mean, you look at some of the wrestling that's happened since then; that's been even worse. Yeah. And Lord Impact is still around. I mean, it's, they have a great roster and they're putting out quality product now. But Impact before then, TNA has put out some horrendous stuff. And I mean, look, they're they're around nearly twenty years now, so. I think there's every bit of reason to think WCW could still be in existence. Yeah, and I, you know, it's it's, it's kind of one of those things, you know, a lot of people say, okay, you know, how do you get to sleep at night? You know, I think about this stuff, you know what I mean? A lot of people will think <laughs> about work the next day or, you know, kids getting to school or, you know, kids got this doctor's appointment or dentist or whatever. I'm laying yeah. in bed, I'm sitting next, I'm laying next, next to my wife, she's watching TV, I'm thinking about wrestling and she, I'm all zoned out and she's trying to talk to me, I'm like, wait, you talk to me and then I get yelled at. So it's like, well, <laughs> but yeah, it's just, this was 2001, 2099 was that time. I really got back into, um, you know, into the biz, like full go into watching wrestling. You know, I got into it a little bit in 96, 97, 
right when WCW was really, really hot. And I just, you know, given the right circumstances, I really thought that, you know, WCW, they could have been, like you said, with with TNA and all their, their junk that they put out. You know, WCW was 10 times, well, I, was, I wouldn't say 10 times better than that, but they were better than that, than TNA. So I would have really thought that, you know, you know, they definitely give WWE a run for their money. If not, we could even be talking about, you know, WCW being number one right now, I think. Yeah, conceivably. I mean, <clears throat> there's no reason that couldn't have happened. Um, I mean, WWE wasn't on the scale that it is now back then in 2000, 2001. Um, they were mostly on an even playing field outside of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Because even WrestleMania 2000 was in an arena. It wasn't. I mean, they dabbled with the stadium shows every once in a while, but it wasn't like you know WrestleMania 17 and, and 18 Toronto and then baseball state. But I mean, it was still. It wasn't like it is now, where they're in a football season or a football stadium every year, and there's yeah. this gargantuan company. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, it, it stands to reason WCW could still be around, and I think that's why people have so much nostalgia and hope when it comes to AEW now as, like, the sort of resurrection, mm-hmm. sort of, mm-hmm. of WCW. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it's on Turner and they've got some people that, you know, work there at WCW that are there now, like Tony Schiavone and Jim Ross and mm-hmm. some other folks. Um but, I mean, the times have changed, uh, but never say never. I mean, I'm not giving out any spoilers or anything. And AEW is just starting out, but if management sticks with it, I mean, it could be it could be a legit big-time side-by-side competitor with WWE. Not to mean that they aren't a competitor now, mm-hmm. um, but, I mean, I'm not telling anything that nobody else could find out. A quick Google search will show you that. There's much more money financing all elite wrestling than there is world wrestling entertainment. Yeah. So the resources are there. You got national TV. Um, I guess time will tell to see how things shake out. Yeah, you know, you're trying to, you know, a lot of people, they brought that whole WCW, AEW concept up and being the same thing. It's like, okay, well, yeah, but, you know, do you can we think okay the AEW is the 2019 version of the 2000 or 99 WCW I'm like well yeah you can kind of compare and contrast a little bit but yeah. you know I, I just AEW is their own entity you know what I mean and it's yeah just, it's not the same you know you talk to so many people okay they're so loyal and I get it you're loyal to WWE you're loyal to NXT that's fine but you know it doesn't stop you from watching something else or whatever. I'm like nine times out of 10, I'm just like you. I'll watch, you know, I'll watch dynamite live. I'll DVR, uh, NXT and watch it the next day or something. You know what I mean? So it's not, you know, those are my two, you know, and then every once in a while I'll dabble, you know, an MLW or an impact or in new Japan or whatever in there. But, um, but yeah, with WCW, it it was that certain entity where, like you said, towards that end of 2000, it was just, it was just rough getting through. It really <laughs> was. And, you know, I think it was about 2000, I saw WCW Live here in Buffalo for a Nitro. And I'm like, oh, man, this is, you know, it's not 
that good live, you know, maybe it's a lot better when you're watching it on TV, but yeah, you know, now being, you, I know you're in but the Chicago area now, but did you grow up in that area? Yeah, I, I mean, here uh, in the South Bend, Indiana area is where I was born and raised and where I've grown up. Um, so I, I, I was only exposed to one house show for WWF in 99 yeah. uh, at, at Notre Dame. Um, and then my first live event after that didn't come until, I think, my senior year in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so it... I, I didn't get to go to TVs and house shows and stuff. It was always, you know, just what was on TV, and yeah. and that's how I cut my teeth in wrestling. Yeah. Did you get any? No. Did you watch any? Uh, able to watch any WCW? Or was it more, like you said more WWF at that time? Uh, no. Uh, I I I'm a late bloomer when it come when it came to wrestling. I didn't get into it mm-hmm. until you know middle school and into high school. Mm-hmm. But that was when the Attitude Era was really. And, and the Monday Night Wars were really hitting, and my first real memory of wrestling is uh, Goldberg and Hogan and the Georgia Dome, you know, the the United States champion versus the world heavyweight champion, and I think that was, what, 98, something like that? Yeah, 98, 99, somewhere in there, yeah. But Yeah, so, but yeah, I was, I was big into, that was my dude, Goldberg. <laughs> I, was, I was a WCW fan. Yeah, it's I, I I tell the story a lot of the times too is where I was fortunate because my my grandmother had lived next door to us growing up and she had one of those big old school satellite dishes like you see a lot of the times now at um, you know TV studios or what have you. So you know we're probably fifty yards away, so she you know wire it to our house, wire it to her house, and. I was actually fortunate enough to watch, you know, the old, you know, like I said, 96, 97, around there. I was flipping through, and I saw Hogan as a, as a black beard. I'm like, what the hell is this? Because growing up, I only knew Hogan as uh, yellow and red. So I'm like, yeah. that's that doesn't look right. So that got me pulled in a little bit. So, yeah, it's just going – Going back now and watching it, and you know that's one of the good things about the WWE Network. We can go back and watch a lot of these old, you know, whether they be NWA or WCW pay per views or Raw or excuse me or Nitros, um, and just you know, that's you know, WCW had those couple of divisions where where they be the, you know, the foreign talent coming in or the the cruiserweights or. You know, the, yeah. I, that's what set them apart for me anyways from WWE because WWE was, you know, they're about the Attitude Era. You know, with WCW, they're doing their own thing. Yep. Which, you know, which made it a little bit better, so. But, yeah, I just, I just think, you know, would we be looking at, you know, in your eyes, do you really think WCW would have still been here 20 years after the fact? I do. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I mean, if the management was behind it, I think it was complete. I think it's completely possible. I mean, they had national TV, so they had a, a built in audience, whether you want to believe that or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, the talent was there. So, yeah, I, I think it's totally conceivable that it could still be around. 
now obviously you got to get obviously the right you know the right people in you know in those positions you know whether it be an Eric Bischoff or somebody like that but you know it's just with TNT it's like it's hard to imagine now it's like you can turn on and you know you get like you said you get that nostalgic now with AEW because they're on TNT it's on a Turner Broadcast Network it's like Man, this is like it's like it's like voodoo again. It's like well, you gotta like double take sometimes because you know they get you know they have the 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 logo in the ring on the canvas. They have the um the cables instead of the ropes, and it's like man, that just I, you just get pulled in because you know you remember that nostalgic from WCW, um. You know, and now going back and watching all the old old school stuff, it's like okay, some of this stuff doesn't really hold hold up as much as it used to. But um, you know, it's def- <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely nice to you know to see that you know the current you know current product. But yep. Now, what you know, we'll go back. We'll kind of go back to the, where we started off with Starcast Wrestling Travel, but. You know okay. what? You know what's one of those? You know, you, we mentioned the Crockett's. We mentioned a lot of these. You know, stage performances that you know could you know potentially be like the steal the show of the weekend. You know, outside of those few, you know, what are you looking forward to the most? Of obviously, you're being there, we'll be there, but you know, what are you looking for that you can that has been obviously already announced? that you're looking forward to the most? Um, let's see. I think having Cody and Dustin Rhodes there with Brandy and telling their story of, you know, how they came up and telling their story, that'll be something special. Um, the Crockett's David and, and Jim Crockett really, telling the story of Jim Crockett promotions for the very first time. I think for old time fans and for historians alike, that'll be really something special. I mean, if you're a fan of current wrestling, maybe you don't have that much of a vested interest in it, but that's, that's a very cool thing because without Jim Crockett promotions and the NWA, there wouldn't be WCW and without WCW, there wouldn't have been, a WWF attitude era and without the attitude era, we wouldn't be where we are now. So it all traces back to then. Um, so I think that's, that's going to be really special for a lot of people. Um, but man, having Muda there, that that's really cool to me. The great Muda and sting and red, white, and blue in Baltimore. That's, that's really cool. The only way to top that for me in Baltimore would be to have Dusty there himself, and sadly that's not possible. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's gonna be really cool. Yeah, and and if, I think like def like you said, it's definitely, and I'm glad I'm going to this one because it's gonna be, you know, that old school feeling, you know, and especially with Baltimore with the history that they have with the uh, Great American Bash being there with uh, so many years in a row and. It's just, yeah. it, it's definitely going to be a good time. Baltimore is definitely a great city to, you know, to have the event in, obviously. Um, now, you know, last, you know, before we get to the end of it, you know, with wrestling travel, what can you, you know, 
announce or talk about or what have you? You know, what's coming up for wrestling travel? Uh, coming up, uh, I can give you a quick rundown, I suppose. We've got this week, we've got StarCast 4 and AEW Full Gear. After that, we have uh, WrestleCade in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and that's December 29th, or I'm sorry, November 29th, 30th, and December 1st. Uh, right after that, as far as the package goes, we've got Wrestle Kingdom and our Tokyo package where uh, people get five nights in Tokyo. We go to both days of Wrestle Kingdom. It's the first time Wrestle Kingdom has ever been over two t- over the course of two days. Uh, it's going to be something really special because of that and also because of uh, Jushin Thunder Liger's retirement match. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, you get a guided tour, guided tours throughout the week. Uh, with myself and Fat Ass Masa from Being the Elite. Uh, after that, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, For the Love of Wrestling, SummerSlam, plus anything that comes up that hasn't been announced in between. So yeah. it's a really busy time. But the next six months of my travel schedule are absolutely insane. You're you're definitely a busy man, and I'm sure it's uh, freaking flyer miles are coming in handy now. <laughs> <laughs> they're starting to yeah i'm not home a single weekend this month so oh jeez, yeah it's, it's nuts but yeah it, you know that wrestle kingdom if you a tour with dave hancock and fat ass massa if that doesn't sell it for you <laughs> i i don't know what will maybe maybe the wrestling maybe i don't know but um you know <laughs> Lastly, you know, they plug, you know, social media, you're the social media guru for StarCast, like you mentioned, but, you know, plug anything else that you got out there for people can get a hold of you if they want to, you know, chat with you about StarCast or, or wrestling travel. Sure, yeah, my, my DMs are open. You give us a follow on Twitter uh, and Facebook that are verified. Uh, we're working on Instagram for wrestling travel, but that's all at wrestling travel. Uh, my personal Twitter is D for David Hancock, H-A-N-C-O-C-K 110, at D Hancock 110. Uh, and then give us a follow on social media with at StarCast Events. So that's Instagram, Facebook, uh, and Twitter. Uh, Twitter is kind of our home, away from home for social media for StarCast, just because that's where we can, you know, really speak to people individually and they can reach out individually. And it just seems to work out better for that. Uh, but yeah, my, my personal DMs are open. If you have a question about StarCast or wrestling travel or an upcoming trip or anything at all, mm-hmm. feel free. I'm, I'm happy to help out. And I'm always uh, welcome for a conversation. Definitely. And yeah, guys, definitely. And obviously, if you're not able to get to StarCast this week, you know, you can go over to fight um, fight.tv and you know purchase the whole week and i'm pretty sure that you get uh the last three of them right dave yeah head head to starcastonfight.com and you can get starcast one two and three with your purchase of starcast four so you'll get to see everything from the beginning uh you get to see all the shows we have coming up in boston uh mick foley's one man show cm punk taking the stage the roast of bruce pritchard uh you name it yeah we've got it you can view everything that's in our archives okay. so definitely you're not going to want to miss starcast that's for sure wrestling travel you know only the sky's the limit 2020 is going to be a big year i guarantee you that 
And uh, Dave, definitely appreciate you coming on the show today. Well, thanks for having me, RJ. It was a lot of fun. I have a great deal for you with our friends over at Power Slam TV. If you head over there and give the promo code Ringside Rants, you get your first 30 days free. Yes, I said free. So if you head over to Power Slam TV and use the promo code Ringside Rants, right there where you put that promo code, you get 30 days free. So a big thanks to our great sponsors over at Power Slam TV. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. A huge thank you goes out to Dave Hancock from Wrestling Travel and StarCast. Gentlemen, if you are not following Dave Hancock, Wrestling Travel and StarCast, go follow them on all social medias. Also, if you're planning on any wrestling event, whether it be uh, Wrestle Kingdom or whether it be WrestleMania, whatever, make sure you go over and follow Wrestling Travel. Get in touch with them and get in touch with Dave if you're in the States because Wrestling Travel is a company that will make sure that your wrestling experience is the top and you will never forget it. I guarantee that and they will make sure of that. Head over and give them a follow on all social medias as well. Also, head over and give the show a follow on Instagram, on Twitter, at underscore ringside rant, and make sure that you head over to wherever you get podcasts. Tell your friends, tell your family to do the same thing. Subscribe to the Ringside Rant. Give us a five-star review, just like my man Graham did from the Good Cop, Bad Cop, and the MGV podcast. Appreciate that very much, Graham. And everybody else, if you get a five-star review and I see it on iTunes, I will make sure I give you a shout-out on this show. So, keep your eyes peeled on social media. Like I said, Instagram, Twitter, at underscore ringside rant. Yours truly, and Canadian Travis, who was previously on this show, will be going to StarCast this Wednesday. We'll be recording in the car, so get all your questions that you want answered to us right now slide into our dms at underscore ringside rant on twitter get your questions we'll answer it and that'll be out next week so get your questions in now whatever you want answered we are an open book we got a lot of questions coming in already make sure that you get yours in now you're not going to want to miss this because i guarantee you this is going to be some chicanery and some shenanigans in uh, in this next week's episode. So, like I said, big thank you goes out to Dave. And as always, welcome to Ranters Nation. <laughs>